Welcome to Purposeful Profit, where I help you take your business to the next level. I'm Carla Motes, finance and strategy coach and fractional CFO for high achieving female entrepreneurs. I'm here to empower women to build wildly profitable businesses that give them the freedom to live their dream lives. I'll use my more than 30 years of finance and consulting experience to take the mystery out of your finances, help you make more money, and go after your next big thing. Welcome to episode number six of Purposeful Profit with Carla Motes. Glad you are joining us today for what's part three of a four-part series I'm doing on the profit equation. Hello there, I'm Carla. I'm your host, and I'm a financial whisperer and fractional CFO for visionary female entrepreneurs. I'm excited this week to be continuing with part three of a four-part series I'm doing on a concept I call the profit equation. So the profit equation is financial fundamentals plus mindset plus strategy equals profit. So I introduced this concept back in episode four, and then I talked about the financial fundamentals last week in episode five. So if you are just joining us and you have not listened to episodes four and five, you might want to go back and listen to those first before you listen to today. Might make today's episode make a little bit more sense to you. But this week, we are going to talk all about mindset and all the shitty stories your brain is throwing up about money and your numbers. And then I'm going to also talk about the tool that I teach all my clients that's been a total game changer for me, both personally and professionally. So first, let's level set and talk about what is mindset. So much of the business finance woes that I see with clients really starts between their ears. It starts with the shitty stories we have about money and numbers. And these are shaped by our upbringing. They're shaped by society. They're shaped by maybe the attitudes in our family, things we were told as children, things our friends said. And also as women, they're shaped by the patriarchy. Women in particular bring a lot of anxiety, shame, and fear about numbers and money. And oh my God, they judge themselves about it. So did you know that we have 60,000 thoughts a day that run through our brain? What I've actually heard is there's somewhere between 40 and 60,000. But as women, we're multitasking all day long. We're raising the kids. We're at the upper end of that. We have 60,000 thoughts a day that run through our brain, and 85% of them are unconscious. We don't even know we're having them. When you walk into the bathroom to pick up your toothbrush, brush your teeth, you're actually having thoughts that says, it's morning, I need to brush my teeth before I go to work. But you're not really thinking about it because it's become a habit over time. So 85% of your thoughts are unconscious. And your thoughts are just phrases that run through your head. They are our brain's interpretation of the circumstances around us. And a lot of it's driven actually by our primitive brain. And we could do a whole other call and talk about the primitive brain versus the thinking brain, okay? But these might feel like facts, but they aren't. Sometimes it makes it easiest to just pull like the classic example. The guy cuts you off in traffic and you yell at him. That's because you had a thought about them cutting you off in traffic. It wasn't actually them cutting you off in traffic that upset you. They cut you off in traffic, then you had a thought how rude they were. Another person might not be bothered by it at all. So it's our interpretation of the facts around us. They frame how we see the world. And so mindset is really just our thoughts that frame how we see the world. And I want to make clear, mindset is not toxic positivity. Okay, it's actually the opposite. What I'm going to teach the model on a, later on in this call one of the things the model talks about is that life is 
maybe it's not exactly 50-50, but it's natural to feel sadness, to feel frustration, to feel overwhelmed. Those are all natural human emotions. And so part of mindset isn't just saying, I'm always going to be happy or I'm always going to feel super energized or super excited about my business every day. It's allowing ourselves to feel the feels, to feel the good and the bad, and to see it all as part of a larger you know, human experience. So mindset is part of the equation. It's learning to be aware of your thoughts and the results it creates. Because you can choose what you think. And by choosing what you think, you can create any results you want. So I want to talk a little bit about probably one of the most common things I hear people say about finance and numbers. And it is, I'm bad with numbers. Or it's some version of that. If you take nothing else for today's call, I really want you to quit saying this. Because the stories we tell ourselves, the words we say, they matter. Your relationship with money and numbers is just a collection of the thoughts you have about them. You're not necessarily born with a great relationship with money or numbers, and you're not born with a bad relationship with money and numbers. It's just stories you repeated to yourself, stories other people have repeated to yourself, things you've heard in society that have reinforced them, and you just kind of have this overall perspective for how you see money and your numbers. But the thing is, we can decide at any point in time what stories we want to tell. When we were kids, you know, people would often frame our perspective of the world, right? We wanted to please our parents. We wanted to please, you know, our teachers. Now we're adults. And no matter what anybody else has told us in the past, you know, if our grandma told us, you know, it's really impolite to talk about money. That's not very ladylike. We get to decide if that's what we want, if that's the story we want to continue to tell ourselves. I have my own personal example of how the words you say is so important. So I have a daughter. She's 17. She's going to be a senior in high school next year. And she has a math learning difference. She was diagnosed back in fourth grade, and she has been on an IEP for math for, you know, what's that now, seven or eight years. And for the first few years, she would just kept saying shitty things to herself. I'm stupid. I'm bad at math. She would always feel like she wasn't enough. She would feel inferior to the other students. And I'll be honest, I probably did too. I didn't have mindset work at the time. And I have my own stories about her diagnosis and what it meant for her. And when they first put the special ed label on her back in fourth grade, I mean, I had a lot of stories about what that meant based on my upbringing in the 80s and what special education looked like in the 80s and how a lot of the kids with special education in the 80s would get pigeonholed and labeled. So I had my own stories that I was probably projecting onto her. And then I found mindset work. And over time, I also taught it to her. And we started to change that story. We started to decide what's the story we wanted to tell. You know, I'm not stupid. I just process numbers differently than other people. I learn differently. I have different strengths and weaknesses than other people. And she went from feeling frustrated to feeling empowered. And what I want you to understand is that it works the same way with your money stories. So here's some of the typical mindset blocks I will hear from clients or prospective clients, okay? I'm bad with numbers. I've already told you how I feel about that one. Talking about money is impolite. Finance is complicated. Numbers are confusing. I should have figured this out already. If I just work hard or hustle more, the money will take care of itself. Finances aren't really my job. And implicit in that is it's my bookkeeper, it's my husband, it's my partner's role. And all of these are thoughts. There's not a single thought in here that's a fact. Even I'm bad with numbers, which I think is probably the one that people most say, no, no, this is a fact. I've struggled with math my whole life. I would challenge that this isn't true. 
I always say I can teach anyone to understand their numbers because what I have to do is I have to teach it to you in a way that you understand. And even with my daughter, I've seen the same thing. I mean, I have to, you know, one of the traits of her learning difference is a lot of trouble counting change. So we've just had to explain it in ways that are different from the way I do it because, you know, I didn't have trouble counting change. So I've had to learn how to teach it to her in a way that makes more sense for her. So I would challenge that if you're somebody who thinks you're bad with numbers, hit me up for a call. Let's get on the phone. Let's chat because I believe that I can help you understand numbers in a way that makes sense to you. So when I'm working with my clients on mindset, I'm teaching them a tool called the model, which I learned in my coaching program from Brooke Castillo, and she runs the coaching school I certified with. And the model totally changed my life. It changed how I think in my business, it changed how I think about selling. In my personal life, it changed really how I thought about my daughter's learning difference. It changed how I thought about my body image. But if we go back to my story about selling, I had a really crappy story around selling. The same crappy story about selling that many of my clients have about money. I suck at selling. One of my favorites was, you know, selling is gross. And I had not good results from that, right? Because what I was thinking, though, is the way it was causing me to show up, it wasn't serving me. And as I've changed my story about selling, which was really, by the way, has only happened in about the last six months, okay? You can make a big impact on your mindset in a matter of weeks or months. My story around selling has completely changed, and it's all coming from the model. So the model is basically says that there are circumstances or facts that happen around us. And for the purposes of this, by the way, I'm not talking about anything that's based in like childhood trauma or anything. Okay. There's some limitations on the model when it comes to trauma. So we're talking about trauma here, but I'm talking about, let's just say if you put my business's financials as a circumstance or a fact, the idea is that circumstances and facts are neutral. So we have a thought about them. So we have a circumstance in life, and then our brain, often unconsciously, we have a thought about it. So if you say, you know, my business is finances, I have a thought that could be, I'm not good at numbers. But I could also have a thought that says, I can't wait to learn about my business's numbers. So the idea is any two people could have the same circumstance and have a very different thought about it. And when we have a thought, that thought is what creates feelings and our emotional vibrations in our body. So we have a fact, our brain has a thought about it, and from that thought it creates an emotional vibration or a feeling. And it's from those feelings that we create actions, or in some cases, inactions. And it's those actions that then create results. So it's not the circumstance that's causing us to feel frustrated. So it's not a $50,000 profit that makes us feel frustrated, but it's also not a $50,000 profit that makes us feel happy. And this is actually a really good example. I could take two different entrepreneurs and they could both have a $50,000 profit. One could say, oh my God, I can't believe I made $50,000. That's my best year ever. And another one could say, oh my God, I can't believe I'm only making $50,000 because that doesn't give me enough money to pay myself a good wage. Same exact circumstance, two completely separate thoughts, generating completely separate feelings. And the person who's excited at the $50,000 profit is going to have very different actions than the person who's frustrated. And so again, circumstance is neutral. You have a thought, creates a feeling, which drives actions, which creates your result. And the real power of the model is that it allows you to take control of the circumstances in your life. It allows you to take control of your results. Using the model, you can create any result in life you want. I created the result now that selling feels easy to me. And it doesn't feel salesy. And I can't believe I'm, you know, like I said, I'm saying that six months ago, I sat around all day long and told myself shitty stories about selling. 
So sustainable profit requires an empowered mindset about money and numbers. And using the model allows you to take ownership of how you think about money and your finances. What I'd really like you to do is use this call today to start getting really aware of the money and number stories you're telling yourself. That's really the first step in mindset. It's the first thing that I'll work with my clients on. Most of my work with my clients as a CFO is in their A-line, right? We're in their A-line where we're talking about actions to improve profitability. We're talking about strategies. We're in the A-line. But there's a coaching component to almost all the work I do because these money mindset, especially in the beginning, these money mindset blocks always come up. And by the way, you can have these money or these mindset blocks whether you're a business owner trying to make your first $100,000 or whether you have a eight-figure business. Go talk to any eight-figure business owner. They will tell you they still have mindset issues. I think really the difference probably is how resilient they are and how well they manage those mindset issues. Okay. And as you get aware of these stories, I want you to ask yourself, is this really true? And if your answer is yes, then I want you to ask yourself, how do I know it's true? Because again, a lot of times if I'll ask somebody, when they say, I'm not a numbers person, I say, is this real true? They say, yeah, yeah, it really is true. I say, well, tell me how you know it's true. And if they can find one example of a time when they use numbers effectively, then it's not true. And as we wrap up, I'd love to hear what you've taken away from the podcast so far. Feel free to drop me a line at carlamotes.com. Or you can also go over and connect with me on Facebook or LinkedIn. That's where I hang out the most. And then join me next week for part four, where I'm going to talk all about how strategy ties into the profit equation. All right, until next week. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Remember that your finances deserve some love. Finance doesn't have to be complicated or overwhelming, and you do not have to do it alone. I'd love to talk to you about your business, so please come on over to www.carlamotes.com to learn more. Or if you're ready for financial and strategy support that will uplevel your business, go to www.carlamotes.com forward slash work with me to book your free financial assessment. And the last favor I'll ask is for you to help me get out the word. Tell your friends about this podcast and share it on your favorite social media. Until next week, go create some purposeful profit.